My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 19. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. Yay! That was a terrible energy. <laughs> it's been a long week. It has been a long week. But we've put out a lot of podcasts. We yeah. Have. Every day. Except for the weekends. Jared's dropping the ball on the weekends. Yeah. Well, if y'all would move the setup to my house, we could podcast at the house. And... Probably just have chaos with dogs and stuff, knocking over mics, and who knows what would happen. But, but, or you could just make your own set. I mean, you you say that like I carry this podcast, and I have little to do with this podcast. You're the producer. Mm. Well, somewhat. So you aren't the producer. I mean, we all are. You gonna take that out of your LinkedIn bio? It's on. It's on, not in my bio. <laughs> I have a lot of other things in my bio, and that is not one of them. Well, it should be. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, we had Pam Hughes this week. Evan Schmidt. Oh, Jared, this is a big announcement, breaking news. Jared will be featured on his first podcast next week. Oh. The Get Creative Podcast with Evan Schmidt. I thought he was on another one one time. Wasn't he? Was I? I thought you were. I don't think I was. I was like a a sit-in on our own podcast when we called in Jacob Carlson. (laughs) Just just so Logan wouldn't look silly on the video talking to nobody. I sat in there just for that. But you didn't do this week, so I just looked silly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think that was all, though. I don't think I was oh. on another one. Was I? I don't remember. I, I don't out. think so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I almost trust Aaron's uh, thoughts on that more than yours. Because I feel like you would forget quickly. Was it the data box? No, it wasn't the data box thing. He was supposed to be guest uh, writing for them. Oh, that's right. It I was think that's still thing. in the works. Yeah. I don't know. Might be. That, that is on my on my bio, though. Guest writer for data box. Okay, just went ahead and already did it. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. It feels weird yeah. not having, uh, what was I saying, a break fantasy football to talk about. I know. I know. It is a little strange. Well, until the XFL starts up and there's a fantasy XFL league. Vince McMahon's back. I'm down with that. Well, I'm it, ready for it. I wish it was the actual XFL, though. I know. And not this, yeah. like, I don't even, I haven't read, I haven't read all the rules, so I can't really comment on it, but... Just from what y'all are talking about, it doesn't sound like it's really going to be the old XFL. It felt weird for them to say no gimmicks yeah. while in the same sentence saying, but we're not a development league for the NFL. And that's going to be a hard ground to cover quick. Yeah. I don't know how you're not one of those two. Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Or it's going to forever stay at a size that's not going to grow to proportions. Yeah. That warrants a $100 million investment. Yeah. Which is a lot of money. A lot. I mean, by himself. Couple. Yeah. I think he sold shares in the WWE. He did. To he followed into another corporation that he made, and for and it was like almost the exact amount. So that's insane. So that'll be interesting. That I think they are going to do a lot of interactive stuff, though. That was like yeah. his one promise. Things yeah. the NFL aren't doing. He did bring yeah. the Skycam in. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, that was absolutely the XFL's doing. And players aren't kneeling. Players are not allowed. They will not even have a platform to say or do anything. And Manziel can't be in the league. As long as it... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's the biggest mistake. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, mistake? actually. No. Uh, I I just hope that they can do, like, some phenomenal celebrations. Yeah. I think we saw, like, like some really cool celebrations come out of the NFL this year. So if they could just really turn it up a notch, yeah, that'd be kind of fantastic. Like Like a penalty if you don't celebrate. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So I saw somebody post something on Facebook earlier today, and it's basically like, 
stuff that they thought the XFL needed to do, and that was one of them. Oh, like yeah. you got penalized <laughs> if you didn't celebrate or something like that. Um, and then another one was like players could switch teams mid game. Oh gosh, was, what, what were the other ones? That'd be crazy. It's it kind of funny. I was like, man, they should actually think about doing that. The one thing I'm gonna be really mad about if they take out is the coin toss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put like the ball down. The race to get the ball. Yeah. That just makes so much more sense. That was pretty awesome. It's a. I mean, it's a coin toss. There's no athletic ability in that. Now you're picking up players to try to get to win the coin toss. I think it's a great idea. And I hope they they do the same thing with the names. On the back? Yeah, the He Hate Me. Oh, you know, yeah, the like, nicknames and yeah. all that other stuff. I thought that was kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I think that like businesses should be able to bid <laughs> um, on players and sponsor touchdown celebrations. That would be kind of cool. And then like some guy scores, rips his helmet off, starts chewing on a Tide packet. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. That's a great oh, – no. is that good or bad PR for them? I – you know that this is the, what the podcast should be about. Yeah, is that's is true. that viral sensation good or bad for that boy? You you know you have that constant thing of like there is no like bad advertising. You know what I'm saying? Like they're talking, yeah. so it works out. But I think nobody's saying, "Oh man, Tide messed up." I think everybody's saying, "Who are the idiots eating Tide pods?" Like. Yeah. Very true. No, very true. So I think it's good. I think it's good for them. Now it's like the premium brand. It's literally cleaning the life out of people. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever tasted tasted one, though? No. no. Yeah, me either. Do you see that they made like a Tide Packet look at... uh, The Oreo? Well, the Oreo, and then someone made a donut that looked like a Tide Pod. And I was just like, oh, no. I saw somebody had the the liquid version of it in their fridge about having like boxed wine. Oh, Oh, could you wait? Could you put one in a cake cup, like in a Keurig, and just like... That's basically what a Keurig is. Oh my god! Just lost our sponsorship with Keurig. <laughs> yeah. I take that back. I'll uh-huh. edit that out. Uh-huh. But I won't. Hey, don't you don't throw shit at Keurig. <laughs> I am drinking Folgers right now. <laughs> Just lost a Folgers sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> this is quickly downhill. Speaking of that, we'll take this time to say we are looking for sponsors. Mm. Folgers, Keurig, off the list. Off the You've list. already ruined that. We can't edit enough. Can the XFL that. be sponsors of us? Ooh. I mean, I think they should. We have we bring nothing to the table to help no, them. Absolutely no. What? Hey, we've been involved in arena football. We have. we have. We did, and you almost single handedly brought the league down with some of your troll videos. I mean, the league is basically down now. <laughs> so you single handedly <laughs> brought the league down with your troll videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, did you find those? Did you find those things for the XFL? Yeah. So I was interested in that. Um. This is just if the XFL is coming back, here's what I need to see. Sideline interference is allowed. Mm. Players allowed to cut promos after big plays. Mm. <laughs> I would be awesome. I actually love that one. <laughs> Penalties for non-creative celebrations. I'm good with that. Wrestling moves are allowed. Oh my gosh. And players are allowed to switch teams during games. So, how does how would that work? I'm interested in that. Is it like a trade? I don't, I don't understand this. I don't know if this is like a wrestling, pardon my ignorance if it is, but in parentheses on that it has heel turn. So players are allowed to switch teams during games and then in parentheses heel turn. Yeah, I don't know. You know, okay. What I wonder is, what would be awesome is if you could trade for a player, if like deals were done between players and not organizations, and so you could trade for a player 
and nobody knows that you traded for that player and they try to blow the game. You know what I'm saying? That takes, you start going after individual players. That takes some They're next kind of level GM ship. Yeah, you're going yeah. after. You're, it's basically just a game of sniping. Yeah, you're just yeah. cheating everybody. So you're saying that the Browns wouldn't be successful in the XFL either? Oh, for sure, no. They just lose their entire team. I yep. feel like that's how every draft goes. Is there a chance yeah. they could be? It's like, hey, we have 15 year. picks in the first round. They end up with one pick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yep. nightmare. Trade it all away. I think the the NFL. I understand the protests. I think the NFL has the market. And I know that oh, the, yeah. the numbers are going down, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still tune in to watch down. the best. Well, that, that'd be like, oh, man. I know. Uh, what's his – Jeff Bezos is losing a lot of his – Jeff Bezos lost billions of dollars of net worth, and he's worth like $5 billion less, still the richest man on earth. Yeah. Like, that's – I. whenever people talk about that, I, I understand what you're saying, but like – Yeah. So – Untouchable. Let's just say they are. It's going way down. Yeah. But you're still going to get the best athletes from yeah. college for yeah. the next mm-hmm. five, six years to go to the NFL. So I feel like the XFL has got to do something different. They do. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they need to have like the same way to like trade out players as hockey. Like like maybe you start on like the end zone and right after the snap, like a dude just steps off the sideline and then like another dude gets on uh, and he's able to start playing. Just messy. Super I like it. messy. I also say get rid of referees and go oh, completely, man. completely like interactive referees. Yeah. Like, they're making calls booths because they get the full field. Oh, yeah. Like, instant replay everything. But, like, but it's... Gosh. No, I'm talking about, like, on he, the fly. He's saying a two-hour game. Yeah. Game, though, no, no, no. Just... I'm talking about on the fly. Like, oh, you yeah. know, by the yeah. first or second review, rarely would you have to pause it. Yeah. Now, like, unless you're in hurry-up offense all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. like, like, all of a sudden, it's like, we need to call this back 50 yards because yeah. of a penalty three plays ago. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, uh, replay the first quarter. <laughs> That'd be kind of awesome. It's interesting, man. That'd be kind of awesome. I think I think it'll be kind of cool to watch. I think it'll be kind of fun to see. I'm curious to see how the team ownership comes into it. Yeah. If, if Vince is actually going to own all of it or if he's going to allow people to own teams and stuff like that, I think that'd make a huge difference. But I, I, I'm i just like super pumped about it. You got to think if awesome. he wants it to be competitive, you got to have team owners. You Someone's got to have skin in the game and it's got to hurt. Yeah. You know. Otherwise, you're just you're moving players around to fit the schedule. He did say also they weren't going to do gimmicks, like in terms of uh, yeah. gimmick players. Yeah, which so like not Johnny that. Manziel. Which yeah. first off, if he puts a Texas team, I'd yeah. for sure throw Johnny Manziel in there. Oh, yeah. I'd throw Tebow in there. Yeah, these guys want to play. I don't know if yeah. you could convince them to be in the XFL. That's well, no. first off, Menzel's for sure playing in the XFL. He no, already, definitely not. He already tweeted about it wanting to be in. So, and I don't know if he saw it already, but the the ESPN article literally said Johnny Menzel's name and would not be allowed in. Yeah, because of yeah. his criminal past. Yeah, which again, we have to figure out like what is what constitutes a criminal past. Yeah, like what is it? Yeah. Because there's got to be a cutoff somewhere. I don't know. Like, are we talking like just short of murder? Like, just don't kill anybody. You can play football. So one uh, pot of fence and you're out. I mean... That's yeah. kind of rough. Vince McMahon. But do you think if Zeke, like, for some reason wanted to... Oh, man. Just transfer over to the XFL, they're going to tell him no. No. Zero percent chance. No. Well, because... Josh Gordon. Well, no. If he did. Well. He's for sure playing. You also think, what's this? Is Zeke was never actually criminally charged. Like, that is true. He's he broke the player code of conduct, but he didn't actually. What he was never like convicted of something. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have a criminal history then. So he's good. 
He's good. Zeke, stay with the Cowboys, please. Yeah. <laughs> for now. For sure, for now. Well, our topic for today. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're ready for it. Came up in our morning meeting this morning. Innovation versus structure. So I'll break this down, and then we can kind of chop it up. So one of the things that we wrestle with with clients and internally is we get a structure set. We start realizing, hey, this system works or this platform is great. And then we start building, we start creating on it, and then everything changes. And yeah. People panic because they're like, well, hold on, you sold me something, or you thought this was the best route, and then now you're changing it. And I think for some reason people have this, like, they lose trust. Mm. You know, they're like, well, you sold me something, now we're doing something different. Um, and so I'm just in- interested to hear y'all's thoughts on, one, how often should you be looking to innovate? And two, can you build a structure around a digital Platform and campaign. Man, I I mean, what we're talking about this a lot this morning is like, like the pinnacle of that, you know? Yeah. Someone who absolutely takes like everything you say to like absolute heart and that's like the plan, that's the thing. And, you know, even if we kind of throw, we always throw caveats in there about like, you know, and this, if a platform changes or the digital landscape overall changes and stuff like that, that we're going to have to pivot and turn with it. You know, I mean, that's just for us to stay alive and the, for clients to stay alive. Yeah. Um, and so whenever the plan changes and everything kind of like shimmies along to one direction, you know, that's difficult because then for me being in kind of an analytics and all that other stuff type person, a systems type person, what's hard is that now it's really difficult to figure out like, well, how are we doing compared to before? Because you're doing different things than before. Yeah. And so like, is it really an apples to apples comparison? Even if it is like, I hate Red Delicious, but like love Granny Smith. So like, even if we're within the same realm, you know, just because we're more successful now doesn't mean that we're actually doing better. Yeah. Or, Vice versa. Yeah. And so um, I think I think it's always a it's a very careful balance that can only be successful with communication. Yeah. I think that's in my mind, that's what it kind of comes down to is you can make the pivot. You can you're going to have to always adapt systems. You're going to have to always make change, all that other stuff. But you've got to communicate. Yeah. So I think just from like. A business owner's or client's perspective, I think one of the hesitations with digital coming from traditional is that it changes a lot and you have to like keep up and you might have to um, change stuff to in order to get the results you want. I think a lot of times it's looked at looked at as a curse, but really I think it's a, a good thing because you know you can look at data and like actually tell if something's not working anymore and then make that adjustment. Whereas with, tradi- with traditional, it might not be working but you might not necessarily know that it's not working anymore. Yeah. Not immediately. Not immediately. Yeah. 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 With di- digital, you can get like an instant, hey, this isn't working as well anymore, yeah. so let's let's change. And then you can like create a whole new plan pretty quickly and roll with it and get those results that they're looking for. Yeah. So, yeah I, I, think it's a, I think it's a good thing being yeah. able to do that. It's such a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still think, man, you can't, you can't be successful. One, I still think it's difficult. We're an agency. Mm-hmm. We handle people's stuff, but the best, our best clients are the ones that communicate with us all the time. Yeah, the ones Absolutely. that we go back and forth with Absolutely. because it's just going to change. Like there's, n- there will never be a consistency, and it is a good. Jerry, I agree with you. I think it's totally a good thing. Uh, Instagram's algorithms. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, the way to quote unquote hack it was just a bunch of hashtags and follow a bunch of people or getting these little pods. Is that what they called them? Pods. pods. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was interesting. But I, I think that you have to constantly the I heard someone say this the other day, and I think people are always trying to figure out ways around algorithms or how to win algorithms. But the point of an algorithm is to make the best content win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so that you can figure out a loophole to it. And I feel yeah. like that's everything I read is how do you figure out the loophole? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if you can make good content, which the internet's going to tell you if it's good or not, mm-hmm. and if you can do it consistently and you're willing to listen to your people, you're going to win every time. Yeah. And I think that's where people right now, they look at, they read things, they go to these dumb conferences and they walk out of there and <laughs> things that we've been talking about for a year, yeah. by the time it gets to a conference, yeah. So that conference speaker has probably been sitting on it for six months. Mm-hmm. Or they, they do the same thing at every conference, and they have no desire to adapt because they don't want to rewrite a keynote. Yeah. Very few do, but... Yeah. At least for that series of conferences. For sure. You know? Email marketing. If you're an email marketing person, you're yeah. going to find data to support that email marketing Absolutely. works. And I think just you have to be objective. I think that's why you got to try everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just see what does... And I think it's the same with TV. No, it is. You just got to look and figure out. And the mo- if it's working... And all the algorithms are going to change. I don't think you panic. No. I think you stay in it and you keep working. You just keep trying to figure out how to get better. But I, you just can't get comfortable. Well, and it's and it's realizing too. And, and I think comfortable is the key term in this whole argument in terms of like it's comfortable. Like sometimes you can disguise that as like consistent branding. Um, yeah. It's really just like either having no desire to or in, to – think of or invest in like new creative sometimes. Yeah. And that's super frustrating to me because, you know, you look around, it's let's say like billboards. I've had a lot of really good conversation about billboards lately, which is not a statement I thought I would say a lot. Um, but you have billboards, you have TV. And I think that the biggest thing about those is the creative. Mm. You have to have phenomenal creative. It, yeah. it, listen, if your billboard looks like everybody else's billboard, like if, if I can go to and say like, Hey, what do you think a bank billboard looks like? And someone can describe it. And then I look at that description, look at your billboard and you're a bank. You have massively failed because you are now exactly what they're expecting. You're exactly like they have no desire to actually spend time looking at it because they're going to look at it like bank move on along. Yeah. And so um, the investment in the creative to come up with something that changed, that's like worth looking at, that's worth, actually taking a moment to invest and be like, oh man, that's either witty or it's funny or it's whatever. Yeah. It's just like videos, like when we talk about YouTube videos. If in the first five seconds before that skip, you haven't said something meaningful to keep someone's attention, you failed. Yep. You know? And so, but with TV and, and billboards, I think it's even more so because there's no follow-up steps like that you can immediately take when you see those things. Yep. And so if you've been running the same commercial for five years maybe it's time you need to change your commercial. If you have the same billboard that's been up all the time, if your billboard, look around, look at all the billboards. If your billboard looks like somebody else's billboard, whoops, like, yep. you know, that that sucks. Yep. And so um, that's why I say like the creative on that has to be kind of, you know, even more above that because you're not going to get the immediate feedback if it is or is not working well. You really have to do something that shakes stuff up. There was a who cares campaign that went on here and it was all over Facebook and rants and raves and all that other stuff trying to figure out who was going on and everything. I ended up being a great marketing piece for them. Yeah. Um, that's what it takes. Yeah. You can't just put a, you know, a smiling white family on a billboard like, Oh, we're financially secure. Like, yeah, who cares? That's, you like, know? that's like exactly <laughs> what I pictured. That's it. That's what I'm saying. And now go around town and look at billboards. Yeah. See how many financially secure, racially 
like yeah. mute billboards there are around town and then attribute them to banks. Yeah. Yep. And I bet you're almost batting a thousand. Yep. So that's so that's what I say, like whenever we're talking about comfortable, but then like comfortable, now we're taking a financial risk. You know, we're taking a financial risk because we're investing in new creative, we're investing all that other stuff, especially if it's not a digital billboard, you're investing in new creative and the new vinyl and everything. You're changing a message that people may not you might have something people may not like. Yep. You know? You have all that stuff. And so like but but if you stay comfortable, then you're not getting heard at all. Yeah. And so we're back to the Tide Pod argument. Yeah. I mean, would you rather just be white noise in the background or at least taking shots? Yep. So. I think the only structure you can have is just like three steps. Creative, mm-hmm. distribution, mm-hmm. and then analyze. Mm-hmm. That's all. You just repeat them. And everything in between will never, ever, ever be guaranteed to be the same. You have no yeah. idea. No. no. I mean, we were doing social media seven years ago, and it's totally different now. Yeah. You know, we could have just sold the same packages. And I know people that still do. Mm-hmm. But we still look at the same companies that are built around. I think that's why it's going to be so hard to build a company around a platform. Oh, yeah. Because you just, it's going to work so well yeah. for the short term. And I think that's where you run into people, no shots here, that do industry specific. Oh, yeah. Super dope. And there's some companies out there that keep yeah. up so well. Oh, yeah. But they build a structure to fit you into that did work at one time really well. Mm-hmm. And it may not anymore. And it probably won't in the future. And I bet you're not going to get a phone call whenever it changed. Right. And so I think I think you always have to be willing to um, – how many, how many times has Instagram changed on you, Jared? Man, pretty often. I don't know exact number, but it seems like like minor to more than minor changes like every few months. Yeah. So whether it's like adding features or like a pretty significant algorithm change, it's – Every few months. Did Facebook drop an update today? Because my icons at the bottom look different. Oh, yeah. Well, great. <laughs> Just got used to this. I don't know. That was one of those. And what's funny is that sometimes there are there are times where like a big change happens like that. And something that affects things that you don't even know. Yeah. Like how many trading posts were there? Like, which all falls trading post, Burkburnett trading post, Iowa Park trading post, Henrietta yep. trading post. And now it's just like, oh, I'm going to go to the shop tab. And then there was this little, this, there was this moment in time where everybody was like still submitting a lot of stuff to that and also to like the market in general. And now all of a sudden you're scrolling through a little market feed and something's in there three times. You have moderators deleting things from all this. And it was like a nightmare. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was for sure. And so you think like you think about people that may have been, you know, pushing cell phones or pushing like home based businesses and all that other stuff on there. And it's like, well, got to change, got to adapt, got to keep on keeping on. Yep. Yeah. I think it's I don't know, man. It's just going to be that's my encouragement. If you're listening is that third step is the one that nobody does. Well, most people Mm -hmm. don't even do the creative step, but create it. Find out the avenues that work on how to distribute it. Mm-hmm. and then analyze it. Yeah. Like go back and actually tangibly look. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing with the podcast. Yeah. What size content works? Like we have no idea when we started this thing, what's the best route. We have some yeah. ideas for sure. Right. But you just, you learn as you go. Like how long should the podcast be? Is there certain guests that work better? What what uh, social networks are bringing it? Like you just, you start to figure it out over time and you start to realize like, I don't know, maybe Pinterest isn't the best for my business. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay. Pinterest is taking me 10 hours a week mm-hmm. and I'm getting three website views. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe at some point the ROI there doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. 
but you have to at least do it for a season. I think most people just like have this. The more I talk to older people, non-millennials as they call themselves, <laughs> they 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 expect the internet to be this like instant hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I heard someone say this the other day. They're like, you know, you millennials just know how to do this. Or I was like, first off, most millennials I know have zero idea how to make money. Period. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how good they are online. But you look at older people and they just expect this instant. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna get on Facebook and I'm gonna get leads every day. I was like, well, one is your system even set up for leads? Right. Like, is a yeah. lead important? Like, what kind of ads are you running? And it's just, I've had more people tell me they believe Facebook's going to work. And then within two months, like, okay, how's that going? It's like, oh, we quit. Just we weren't getting anything from it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you didn't, you didn't check if the creative was good, <laughs> if you were doing the right demographic. Yeah. You yeah. just gave up on the whole platform that yeah. billions of people are on. Yeah. In- impatience can like completely ruin whole campaigns and whole strategies, yeah. whether it's, okay, this isn't working instantly, so we're going to quit doing this when that's actually what they need to be doing, or whether, like, Instagram, it's people, tr- like, building strategies around loopholes. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not sustainable. Yeah. Like, it, you might think you are being super smart by finding a loophole, but I promise you, eventually something's going to change, and yeah. they are going to crack down on one, whatever loophole you're, you're uh, using. You know what the best example is? Is liking shares. Yes. Mm-hmm. People started running those like crazy. Yeah. And we did it for somebody and they got, how I many, they grew 80,000 yeah. face, Facebook actual page likes. Yeah. Which is massive. And I wouldn't say that was for the time and money. That probably worked out well for them. <laughs> yeah, it did. But how many of those people give a rip about buying a gun from you? Yeah. Right. So now your algorithms and everything's skewed because you have 80,000, but only less than 1% is going to engage. Yeah. And you're doomed. And then, so you, now you've just come a content page. Yeah. Those, those might work sometimes, a like and shares, if you're actually giving away something that <laughs> is relevant to your business. Like everybody, Which never happens. Everybody wants yeah. free stuff. Like I love it when it's the know. cash. Yeah. We're oh, giving yeah. away $100 cash. Time. Like everybody's going to want free cash. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, and what's always funny to me, too, is whenever people are like, here's especially stores mm. or, you know, and sometimes service-based type entities and everything like that whenever it's like hey we're gonna give out a visa gift card and it's like that's cool you do realize that you have a whole bunch of goods that you need to sell right yeah well do you and you also offer gift cards right like so yeah but what if they don't want the gift card to my business well then who that, gives? that happened all, that was a thing that we dealt with yeah that's they probably so aren't coming like, to your business yeah. then i don't then why do you care about if them? they won't eat there for free they're probably not gonna pay to eat there hmm. It's fascinating Damn. to me, man. I know. I always laugh when it's just like a out of some business and they're giving away a gift card to a restaurant. Yeah. Like, like of course everybody's going to want free gift cards. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think what's going to die is um, cuz it used to be fast and quick. Yeah. Right? Like it used to be you can get out of Facebook post fast, you can tweet quick, you know. You don't even need a DSLR anymore. You can just use your phone. But I think that I think that's going to come back around where there's so much content out there now that you're going to have to create good. It's yeah. going to have to get better. Yeah. yeah. Which it, for a season I understood it. Yeah. Like, hey, just you know, get your phone out. You know, do yeah. that kind of stuff. And I don't think everybody needs to go out and buy a camera well, kit. Like, everything was like way over the yeah. top. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need glamour shots by Deb for yeah. every yeah. little like. Oh, I made a cupcake. Time yeah. for a fifteen thousand dollar photo shoot on my cupcake, which we will accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, if you own a cupcake shop, please come yeah. see us at Design <laughs> at designworkshop.com. Yeah, I've I've already started seeing that with like Instagram stories. Like people are like oh, yeah. actually using 
legit photos yeah. and legit graphics and stuff for Instagram stories. I legit took a great photo of some Taco Bell fries. <laughs> I saw that. And they look phenomenal. Jared <laughs> took a great, great picture of you before. I took a great picture of oh, you. Oh, really? That was, that was still on my phone. I mean, that's most like, pictures of me, but yeah, that's yeah. It. I saw like well, a whole article of just showing people how to use DSLRs for Instagram stories. Oh, cool. That's why. So. Yeah, good, it's it's definitely heading in that direction. I feel do you think like. that's going to be the next? Uh, do you think like the post over time is going to change? Because I think people fell in love with Snapchat because it disappeared, mm-hmm. and I think that's why people like Stories. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I didn't like Stories was because it was on Snapchat, yeah. and I was I was kind of over it. But I love it on Instagram because I, I ran. I think you did it for a while too. I ran uh, the same story on Snapchat, yeah, Instagram, and Facebook. And for me, Instagram blew it out of the water. Yeah. And I'm actually getting views from people that aren't actually like followers of mine yeah, because they're seeing hashtags and how we do things. But um, do you think that's where it's going to go? Like more and more to like this disappearing content? I I think people do enjoy the disappearing content. Well, people just enjoy it because most of the time it's like happening right now for the person that they're viewing their content. Like they want to know what's going on in people's lives and that's a good way to do it. Whereas a post might be from like last week or it might be scheduled. It might be, taken they might take a ton of photos and then just schedule them out through the year it's not happening right now and i think people will enjoy seeing what's happening what's happening in people's lives at the moment yeah so i think that i think that's why um that type of content is popular right now yeah and it doesn't get lost like if you want to post 30 times in the day like if you're out in the Mm -hmm. wilderness you know hiking you want to take you don't want to post 97 photos no but you definitely want to do a story because people can go look at it and it's not bombarding people i will tell you the I don't I'm not a real big stories person. I actually enjoy just like scrolling through feed and stuff like that. Yep. Like I'm like exact opposite of most. But um I will say stories has made one huge, huge difference social like on social media and in my life for the way better. And I think for everyone's better. And that is how many now videos and pictures of concerts do you now see on people's timelines? Yeah. Way down. Listen, stop doing that. Like, one, I sure as heck don't care. I don't know. I've never seen someone like on Facebook, like, oh man, so and so was at this concert, and then just prop it up and watch it for fifteen minutes. Like, hey, take a picture. That's awesome. Great. Share whatever you want to share. But like, enjoy, enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated that for so long. Just like you. Like whenever a big concert would come in, in town in Wichita Falls and everyone would be at K. Ager and everything. And then you just scroll through your feed and it would just be video after Look video after video after video <laughs> of the world's lowest quality sound. Yeah. And yep. like, I was like, I don't care. I just yeah. don't care. I saw I just did, let it go. Did you see that tweet this week? Maybe. Somebody tweeted out and said, I don't care if you're black, white, gay, mm-hmm. straight, Muslim, Christian, like some, it was about, you're not hated, you're loved, but if you post a full concert on your story, <laughs> you're the worst person. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, are. It was amazing. You yep. are. You absolutely are. Yeah. So anyways, I've noticed that since stories rolled out, that has gone. It's captured a lot of that nonsense way content. Way down. It has gone way down. And I absolutely love that. So yeah. as a, as a timeline person, yeah, I absolutely love that. There's a guy y'all should follow that I think is doing stories really well. That's not, I guess it's pretty creative. His name's Adam Greentree. Mm-hmm. And he's a hunter. Mm-hmm. I found him through the Joe Rogan podcast, and he is—he's from Australia, and his, he usually has like probably twenty plus, thirty plus stories a day. Mm-hmm. And that at the end of the day, I just go back and watch them. But it's cool because he'll be on a hunt, and he's got his—he's just doing stories of the whole thing. And on one of his stories, before I followed him, a bear 
is like char- like basically charged him and running off. Mm-hmm. And he's got his gun and just he's doing a story. What? It's oh the greatest God. story ever. Oh what? my gosh. I can't not respect it, but it's just oh like his man. daily life in Australia. And like I get a kick out of that because I can watch it and I can skip through stuff or whatever. Would they have man. bears in Australia? No, no, he was in Montana. Oh. <laughs> I was like, say. how much crazier can that place get? Like, <laughs> I don't know the official answer to that, but I think that he was in Montana Golly. when that happened. Can you imagine Golly. if they just like crossbed like a bear and a kangaroo, and bears could come like leaping and I mean yeah, they already you know. do, but like like a kangaroo like, like ah. I talk kangaroos about are freaky. Looking. They are like they got they some huge muscles. Dude, they they do w- the fact that they can rest on their swole. tail and kick? Yeah. Oh, I know, just swole. Those things are scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. I, I talk. I, I talk about Australia like I know it just because of this dude's story. I will quote <laughs> things that he says in his story. So if he's lying, I'm just telling everybody because I told y'all about the killing uh, cats that oh, are rolling yeah. on the city, just yeah. feral cats, just, oh, yeah. Yeah. like you can kill them. And because they're big, Australia's a big. I'm just yeah. quoting stuff still. That's not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's on his story, man. It's got to be. He's a great dude. He's on the Joe Rogan podcast. So it's got to be good. Huh? Do you have a cool accent? Oh my goodness. Australia, mate. Oh. Yeah, there Ooh, it is. That was, good. <laughs> that was yeah. good. Your next sentence will come out and sound like you're from Tokyo. I'm, I'm stopping there. <laughs> that was a, okay, that excellent. Felt, that felt one. pretty good. That was super good. Fast it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had it. I had it. I Why let stopped. it go? I said I was going to stop and I didn't. Yeah. I had to try the Fosters and I couldn't do it. Yeah, that wasn't close. We hit me with at least an Uber. Uber. There we go. That was good. You're back. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know. I th- that's if I could if I could recommend to anybody, just you know, whether you're using agency, in house, whatever, just yeah, you gotta keep film you, a concert. Oh yeah, keep do not film a concert. Adjusting. Put out yeah. thirty plus stories a day from Australia, and I will <laughs> yes. watch your content all day long. I think you have to do something different. No, you do. But I think you don't have to always. I think people are always trying to do that like next massive creative step, and they're like trying to figure out like like just be you. I think authenticity yeah. will always win. Like some of my favorite people do nothing creative, like mm-hmm. massively creative. They just they put out consistent content, and I get excited about it because yeah. they seem excited about it. Well, and that's like Tom Cruise finally has an Instagram. That's terrible. He's, so he's far. allowed to. Well, apparently, Ooh. but the only two posts have. Whoa, been... Whoa, careful what you say. They listen to the radio waves. I'm just I'm just warning uh, you. This podcast will get shut down quick. <laughs> um, it's it's literally two posts about uh, movies that he's yeah. going to be in. So I'm not guessing, from him. Yeah, no, yeah, no, not at all. And Good for him for stepping up, though. Yeah, I'm gonna guess he has no control over that whatsoever. I, yeah. I doubt that he knows he has one. So it was probably in a movie deal. Yeah, yeah, right. So is it Tom underscore Cruz? That can't be it. Hey, so I, I told sure not it. Not him, yeah, no. I was talking to Logan about this the other day. I don't know if he saw us or not. It is, I think uh, Vice did it, but it's this dude who created a fake restaurant. Oh, didn't even amazing. have a building or anything. Um, and his goal, I don't know if this is his goal, but one of his goals was to see how high he could get on TripAdvisor with this fake restaurant. <laughs> That's genius. It took him like six months, I think, to get to number one, the number one re- restaurant in London on TripAdvisor. Are you serious? And like, he's like, oh, I guess I guess I actually got to do something now. So he like... Um, he actually like set up this this thing in his back in his garden at like his apartment. Oh, that's what that was. Do you see this? You need, yeah, you need to go watch it. It's phenomenal. Oh, but he like man. blindfolded people so they couldn't see like where they were walking <laughs> into, and then he served them TV dinners that he like put in the microwave, heated up, and then like made them look somewhat nice. Yeah, and like served them that, and people were just like raving about it, <laughs> like how good the food was and, and how cool the atmosphere was. And he just like everything was planned. He had a, he had a DJ there, like 
had like a DJ table and everything with a soundboard, and he was playing restaurant sounds of just like chatter and like bells ringing, like orders are up. That's fantastic. It was phenomenal. That's I saw all of that part. I had no idea it was related to the TripAdvisor thing. Yeah, like, is it still no rolling? Idea. Huh? Is it still going? I think so. That's, super That's kind of I, I forgot how it ended, but he got to number one. He like actually opened up, and he like remained number one after he like actually served people food and stuff. That's fast. It was crazy. <laughs> Which only made me want to make a fake business and see how far <laughs> we could go with it. That's Gene. Tom Cruise, by the way, has three Instagram posts now. Oh, he has three now. Is yeah. it another movie? Tom one? Cruise, actor, producer. Running in movies since 1981. Running? Just yeah. running. Running in which is true. I think he's uh, pushing his, if y'all want to sponsor, we can, his new movie. Oh, yeah. Mission Impossible. Another one? Yeah, Fallout. Another out. one. Yeah. Golly. Another one. And just to make you feel bad if you're out there and you're really trying to get more Instagram followers, he has oh, 745,000. Yeah. He's following zero people. I bet she's not even using hashtags, right? I'm pretty sure that's only like three days old, though, isn't it? His account. Yeah, probably. It's like super new. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, oh, he did use the hashtag Mission Impossible, so good for him. Oh. We're good for whoever's posting for him. <laughs> yeah. He could have some of the best stories ever he if could. he would just get inside the, the Scientology oh church and just... Whoa! Sorry. <laughs> the... They already heard it, so... That's it. Smy, smine. Ball game. Dang it. We're about yeah. to get shut down. <laughs> if our views go down, you know why. We got close to the top 200. Unfortunately, yeah. I said the S word, and we're going to get shut down. <laughs> if you just took if you just took that out of there, like that little <laughs> as a piece of context, you're like, what did he, did he say? Sh-? Smintology. <laughs> oh, now you're making fun of him. Oh, great. Here we go. Gosh. Now we're just in a bind. I'm waiting for a red dot to come through the window. <laughs> That would be Holy nice. cow. Let's yeah. bring this whole podcast full circle. Oh, no. Okay. You cannot tell me this isn't a good commitment for Vince. An XFL of only Scientologists. Ooh. Oh, oh man. You got to be you gotta be at like, like Thetan level before you can get to be a quarterback. All, look at you dropping all this Scientology <laughs> yeah, this, knowledge. This guy's just bringing this up so he can make us look dumb. <laughs> try- Listen, yeah. between Scientology and Australia, you're starting to get real yeah. hoity-toity. Listen, I don't, have a, I don't have a college degree. <laughs> I know a lot about Scientology. The, the next podcast, Logan's going to request that we just talk about Scientology in Australia. Yeah, I don't. Let's, let's call this one. I know. More, I think I might know more about Australia. Scientology. The fact that I knew that kangaroos could bounce on their tail, yeah. I was nervous. When I said it out loud because yeah. I couldn't remember if that was a cartoon thing or if that okay. was really a thing. That's really a thing. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really test if you're a fake or not. What is a baby kangaroo called? A miniature kangaroo. How about this? If I give you a cut, it out. Is that a Full House reference? Mm-hmm. Who? Oh, Joey. Mm. I like that. That's good. You like that? That's great. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I have heard great that question. before. <laughs> I have heard that before, but I would never have gotten that right. So you aren't a true Australian fan? Not yet. Fan. No, 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 I'm working on it. I'm actually Irish. <laughs> I don't have any Irish questions yeah. for you. Uh, greatest Irishman ever, Conor McGregor. So oh, my gosh. that's why I'm Irish. I'm not Irish at all, by the way. Right. I'm just no. I'm actually just an American. It's born and raised. No immigration or anything. We're about to get into a real <laughs> topic here. So, uh, 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 just kidding. Like just for the record. Just kidding. But somebody posted a picture of a elementary textbook. Their section of like Indians and the Europeans coming to America. And in this textbook, it said 
that when the Europeans first came here, the Indians decided to resettle to make room for the Europeans. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Man. Where was that? I went to Texas. I don't know. I don't know what state it was in, but it was in like an actual school textbook that they were teaching. How do you get that passed through? That's so interesting. Well, you know, it's always you think about the publishers and there's angles, all other stuff, and then you get into like how books actually get approved by different education boards and all that other stuff. And then you that's when all of a sudden you start like losing faith in humanity and the huge system that we're all a part of. Yeah, let's not talk about it then. We've already yeah, talked about Scientology. Yeah. And a possible failing football league. I can't have enough for one day. But listen, what if we? What if that's true? Well, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The blood on the ground says different. Yeah, whale. We have completely derailed. Oh my goodness. Maybe not untrue. For sure, not untrue. Is that? Is that the greatest marketing by an immigrant population ever? They're getting it in textbooks. Yeah, that's true. Coming across as fact. I mean, it only took them, if you're impatient about your stuff not working after like two months, these guys have been waiting for like hundreds of years and they finally got it in their textbook. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Listen, what if we rewrite history? (laughs) What if all those bad things we did didn't happen? If OJ Simpson just could have had that mindset. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think he did. Well, first time. (laughs) Well. Not when he was in that Vegas hotel room. Yeah, that was... This has wow, been our best podcast of all time. <laughs> this has been our best podcast of all time. Happening. Man. Oh, podcast man. name, Innovation Structure, XFL, Scientology, and OJ Simpson. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds Wait. like you're trying to hack Instagram. Yeah. So so I can't say hashtag, Scientology, hashtag, hashtag. but I can put it in the title of the podcast. Just put the hashtag with it. Okay. They don't check those. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's blocked on their uh filters. Okay. Around the Just tag Tom Cruise. Around the mothership. <laughs> and what's his name? Miss Miscavige. David. Oh, yeah. Miss Miscavige. Miscavige. He's a good dude. Is he? He's out. Oh, he's, out. he's not out now. He's definitely not. Is this breaking oh. news? No, definitely not. I did I do think they found his wife. Did they finally? I do think they found his wife for real. She was disappeared for like a long, a long time. time. Yeah. Did they ever? I guess they aren't going to investigate what happened. To I her. can't remember. Someone should have. I can't remember what happened. I'm not going to quote it, but I think there was a picture that came out because I remember seeing the picture and being like, "That could be ten years old," mm-hmm. but I have no idea. Man, we're definitely in trouble. Yeah. Let's have Leo Romini call in. Let's just see what happens. You. That's. <laughs> Joe see, Rogan got a letter. I wonder from if we can him, find her phone number. Huh? Real quick. I think Joe Rogan got a letter from him. Oh really? Or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't want to play that game. Did he really? Just because he was talking about them? No, 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 not like a threatening deal. They just he went back and forth with them or something. Yeah, trying to misquote it, but I'm not trying to get on the bad side of anybody here. We don't have enough of a budget to fight. <laughs> I'm trying to find Leah's phone number right now. <laughs> go ahead and call her live on the podcast. Yeah, that's gonna go. That's and gonna that's go how you do marketing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Are right, we gonna wrap this thing up pretty quick? Yeah. Any closing thoughts? Anything you learned this week? It's important for our phenomenal listeners. I would just say patience. Be patient with your marketing. If it doesn't work after an extended amount of time, then then adapt. Yeah. But if it's not, if you're getting um, anxious about it not working after a couple of weeks or a month, mm-hmm. patience is probably mm-hmm. the factor that you need to look at. Yeah. So, mine's going to be go back and relearn your basics. Um, and the reason I say that is because you, 
there are changes that happen all the time. Um, and I'm not just talking about Facebook. I'm not just talking about all other stuff. I'm talking like if you're running a billboard on a digital billboard, but you don't have timers or triggers that change with weather or time or anything like that. That's like happening now. And most places don't charge extra for that. And so like go back instead of just thinking about things in your normal, traditional way, go back and act like you're doing it for the very first time and just start asking questions like, what are the options? What are the availabilities? Yep. Like, what are the something successful from here and all that other stuff? And just relearn the basics because I guarantee that the basics are different now than whenever you first learned them. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just tell people, invest yourself. You can pay other people to do it, but you're going to have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're the CEO of a company or the marketing director, you know best your clientele yeah. and what you want. Just learn it yourself. I mean, I would pay us for sure. But even if you are going to pay us, I want you to know it as well. So we yeah. said I don't have a real conversation on how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I think what, what an agency can bring to the table yeah. is the time to execute what you need done. But yeah. from in creative and all that, but you've got to know how this stuff works. Yeah, so don't get scammed. If you get another SEO email, forward it to me. There's different levels. And I will, I will look through it. There's totally different levels of this game. And guess what? Google, unless you ask them to, is not going to call you. Ooh, that should have been your whole thing. That should have been the whole, whole thing. podcast. Golly, just if you get a call from Google. Like crazy, right? Listen, you're probably Google, okay. Google has enough attention and has enough time, like business, trying to field inquiries. Yep. Let alone to be proactive, asking you like, "Hey, your Google My Business seems to be messed up." It's actually look into it. Don't take their word for it. Actually look into it because I guarantee it's almost not going to be Google. And I guarantee that your listing is either fine if you've claimed it. And if you haven't claimed it, just claim it. That way you know you're fine. Yeah, that's good. Anything else for this week? Have anything? I think, I think that's good. it. I think that might be our best podcast ever. Oh, my goodness. We had a wide range. We did. We covered I did it for the hashtags. Here. Covered a lot of ground here. I was just trying to get some, for the hashtags. I'm just doing 30 plus hashtags. Should we just start doing that, the hashtag podcast, where we just run through a whole bunch of different topics in over a short period of time and just hashtag the death out of it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's check this algorithm. We'll just, get, we'll just get caught with spam and then shut down. <laughs> we'll fight for it. We'll get freed. We'll do a whole campaign on free modern madmen. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. This is definitely our best podcast, though. <laughs> we'll be back next week with five more podcasts. Yeah. Yep. We'll keep it rolling. So if you do listen, we would love it if you would subscribe. Oh, yeah. We would also love it, not from an engagement sake, if you just hit us up. Yeah. Email, uh, comment, subscribe, like whatever. Just hit us up. Like we'd love to just chat. And if you want to be on the podcast, yeah, now's the time because when we get yeah. big, yeah, there's gonna be a waiting list. Yeah, yep. and you'll probably wait two or three days to get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least. <laughs> so if you have a story to tell, or you want to just talk business, sports, XFL, OJ, Scientology, just hit us up. Yeah, we got it. This has been episode nineteen. Of Modern Mad Men, we're out.